Mariah. An early edition of Cerrito Live on this Memorial Day weekend Saturday. I'm your host, Kevin Cerrito. We're on early today uh, for multiple reasons, starting at 11.30 this morning. The Ole Miss Rebel baseball team, how about this? They are not supposed to be winning the SEC baseball tournament, but they're still in it. And they're playing at 11.30 today, going for the upset here. Uh, See if they can make it to Omaha. That game will start immediately following this program today at 11.30. Our friends at Three Shades of Blue Radio, who are usually on at this time, took the weekend off because of the holiday. But we we only take off for the 4th of July and for Christmas, so we are here today. Do you know who also is still uh, still playing the little ball? Who? The University of Memphis. They've made it to the semifinals of the American Athletic Conference as they beat South Florida yesterday. So you are right now, Drew, predicting Ole Miss versus Memphis in Omaha. Oh, yeah. Going to go ahead and say College it. World Series. It could happen. On the other side of the glass, that voice you just heard was Drew Barrett. He's over there with C.J. Hurt. Uh, here for a special, so it's a not only an early show but a supersized show. We're here till eleven thirty uh, this morning, uh, and we've got an action-packed edition of the program uh, lined up for you today. We will end the show with the wrestling segment, like we do every week. The main event of the show, Dustin Five Star, will be in studio. We're going to be joined by Andrew Goldstein. Andrew Goldstein, former WWE creative member, also uh, also being called out by Chris Jericho this week on Twitter, or so we think. So he is entering a feud. Our guest today. Entering a feud with Chris Jericho. Wasn't Chris Jericho a world champion? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. He he is he is he is the first ever uh undisputed world champion. He was the first person to hold the WCW and WWE title at the same time. Uh so we'll we'll talk with Andrew Goldstein about that. Here this guest. CJ, listen to this. This will not be the, the only this will not be the only time I say this today. But our guest today, earlier this week, he was on the Ross Report, the Jim Ross podcast, and then he was on the uh, Cheap Heat podcast, two of the most popular wrestling podcasts, and he ends his week coming on this show. So that either says a lot about us or about how he has fallen down in the past couple of days. I don't know. I don't know what it says. Number three, baby. But a- Andrew Andrew's been on our show before. He's a great guest uh, during the wrestling segment later on today, but also. Uh, we will uh, catch up with some of this Mid-South Coliseum news that's been going on because people keep asking me about it. And, of course, it's back in the news. So we'll talk uh, about that with someone from the Coliseum Coalition. Um, and uh, Greg Akers is stopping by in studio. It's Memorial Day weekend, so you got to think about movies, right? It's time to go to the movies. Greg Akers will be here. Uh, there are two new coaches at, uh, at uh, FedEx Forum now. So you've got Tubby Smith and David Fisdell, and we're going to cast both of them in a movie a little bit later on. So when Greg Akers comes in, we always cast a Memphian or a sports star, or both, in a movie. And today we're going to cast both new uh, stars of uh, hoops in this town, Tubby Smith and and uh, David Fisdell. So if you know who you would have cast to play them in a movie, you can text us, 67129. It's a text line, 67129. Text in your ideas, or you can tweet me at Cerrito or tweet Greg at Greg Akers. But we'll take your casting suggestions as we cast these two guys in uh, separate movies, I'm assuming, unless there's a movie about 2016. Maybe there'll be a movie where they would have both of them as a character. I don't know. But we'll cast them in a movie, and Greg Akers will tell us why Nashville sucks. Also on the show, uh, Kevin Leib is going to join us to talk about that new uh, coaching hire for your Memphis Grizzlies. And so will our good friend Marcus Hunter. We'll take a moment to talk with Marcus because Marcus is not only um, – so interesting week for Marcus because he's the president of the Miami Heat fan club in the Mid-South, right, and the president of the – uh, Lionel Holland's fan club. And so he ended up being coming out a winner because it looked like for a minute, oh, the Grizzlies are going to hire Lionel Holland's. The, his, that one fan club he's in charge of would be very happy. And then it was like, oh, they ended up hiring an assistant from the Miami Heat. So another uh, one of Marcus's fan clubs that he's in charge of, very happy. So good times for Marcus. And he'll join us, maybe give us some insight on the Grizzlies' new head coach. Now that the Grizzlies, Grizzlies have a head coach, are we back to not being allowed to say Lionel Holland's name on this show? I think after today, after today, the moratorium is back. I, you see, the thing is, you have to. We have the moratorium on his name, based solely on if he's not in the news, right? So if he is in the news that week, we have to talk about it. If he is actually eating at a restaurant with Chris Wallace or the new coach of the Grizzlies or a, a candidate, then he's back in. But after, now that the Grizzlies, once they announce 
uh, Fizdale as the coach, which they still have not done yet for some reason. Uh, once they announce him as the coach, then Lyle's name is officially off the table, and uh, we can no longer mention it. So by this time next week, the moratorium will be back on. But today, it's it's free reign if you want to talk about him. We can talk about him today. I just want to say Lionel Hollins, Lionel Hollins, Lionel Hollins. Get them all out. He's not Beetlejuice. That's what Mark is probably trying to say to try to get him to show up. Marcus is walking around saying, saying his name over and over and over. But uh, we're going to do some things a little bit different today. We're going to start today's show with some woohoos and boos. Let's do it. I'm going to give a woohoo to the Memphis Grizzdales. They finally hired their coach. So it was over three, almost three full weeks that we were there waiting for the Grizzlies to hire a new coach. Uh, just uh, three or four Saturdays ago now, uh, they fired Dave Yeager, and we waited and waited, and they finally got their new coach. According to the commercial appeal, Jawan Howard is the new head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. <laughs> of course, an error by our daily newspaper posting a picture of Jawan Howard as the new head coach in the newspaper uh, yesterday. I'm sure, CJ, you got stoked about that because you're the big Michigan I fan. looked in the paper and saw Jawan Howard's <laughs> picture pointing and coaching him up out there. I was like, yo, we got Jawan. The Grizzlies got Jawan. CJ, the president of the Mid-South Michigan fan club. Actually, there might be one of those. Oh, that definitely is one of those. Michigan fans travel. Memphis, Michigan alumni travel. I doubt it. I doubt it. There's uh, but Jawan Howard, not the coach. Uh, but according to Commercial Appeal, he is. But per everybody else, Miami assistant David Fisdale will be named the Grizzlies head coach at some point. So we waited about three weeks for them to find a coach. How long are we going to be waiting before they introduce him? I don't know why there's such a delay in, in getting him here in the press conference. Uh, Miami uh, has been out of the playoffs now, and he should just be here. I don't know why they didn't introduce him the next day, but uh, it's they're never they're not in a hurry over there at FedEx Forum. Uh, we mentioned Fizdale's name last week on the show. He was one of those candidates that his name was floating around out there, so it wasn't a big surprise. What was kind of surprising was all of the endorsements. How about this? All the endorsements from all these different players. They love this guy. They love this guy. Mario Chalmers, former Memphis Grizzly, uh, out there tweeting and, and doing interviews about how much he loves Fizdale. I think you know, he wants to come back and play for him. I think this might open your chances to get Mario Chalmers back. Uh, Baino Udre uh, say, reports that he was like telling the Grizzlies they should hire him. Right? That the Baino loves him, a former Miami Heat. The Heat, the Heat Grizzlies connections just are, are fascinating when you really sit down and think about it. The number of Grizzlies players who ended up leaving the team and going to the Heat eventually, whether they were traded or, or what have you. They ended up being members of the Heat. Uh, it's fascinating. And now, of course, you've got an, an assistant coach from the Heat uh, coming here. Uh, of course, Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade um, tweeting, hashtag Fizz to Grizz. I like that. D. Is, Wade. Is Wade foreshadowing? Is there is there a potential? When is he a free agent again? You do not want do, Dwayne Wade. Can we see Wade him at, coming to Memphis? At this point in his career, being like, add him to the list of the Vince Carter, Allen Iverson, like nothing, got nothing left stars to play for the Memphis Grizzlies. Maybe. You know, hey, it ups your chances of getting Dwayne Wade if you want him. Now that Fizdale's the coach, does he now have to change his name to have two Zs? That is a good question that uh, I think he should. I think he should, and I I know the commercial appeal and the Memphis Flyer are both excited that there's only one Z. I'm wondering if they're just going to take his one Z away since they like removing Zs. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, I love yeah his name. We'll talk about his name here uh, in just a second. But let's go through real quick about his coaching experience. So the Grizzlies hire an assistant coach, an assistant coach. Uh, the last time that that they did that, of course, was was uh, what, Lionel Hollins technically, right? Because he had never uh, been a full-time head coach. Uh, and, and David Yeager. And, well, yeah, Dave Yeager. But he he had some coaching, head coaching experience in the D-League. That doesn't count. Do we not count head coaching experience if it's not in the association? It's got to be in the association. Blatt doesn't count because he was overseas before he came to Cleveland. And college coaches who have never coached in the NBA, they don't get credit for having head coaching experience. In the NBA, okay, but okay, so he 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 does have some NBA coaching experience that nobody's talking about, and that is that he coached Team Shaq 
at uh, the NBA All-Star Weekend at the 2013 Rising Stars Challenge during the All-Star Weekend in 2013. He was the head coach of Team Shaq, the squad selected by Shaquille O'Neal. And you know what his record is? He's This is NBA record officially? Uh, 0-1, 0-1, because he was defeated by Charles Barkley's Team Chuck. Final score, 163-135. to He lost by almost 30 points. We're hiring a coach here that lost a game by 30 points. You got to love that offensive output, though. That's what the Grizzlies need, some scoring. You know, and you know who, who coached the other team that he lost to? San Antonio Spurs assistant. A San Antonio Spurs assistant. Uh, so, of course... Of course, that's the you know that's who everybody wanted. Your number one on your list is you want to get a guy from the Spurs, right? But so he does have NBA coaching experience. It is during what used to be uh, the rookie sophomore game. It's been the Rising Stars Challenge. I don't even know what it is now. But in 2013, it was Team Shaq versus Team Chuck. Team Chuck won. Team Shaq coached by your future Memphis Grizzlies coach David Fisdale. But he helped he, uh, while in Miami. Of course, he helped with player development. He uh, was an assistant coach in Golden State, in Atlanta, in Miami. His other head coaching experience in the NBA, besides besides All Star Weekend, he uh, coached the, the summer league team in 2010 and 2012. Right, so he was a summer league coach. I wonder if he'll be the summer league coach here in 2016, or if that's just too. I, it can't really be too above him. I think it'd be a good way for him to get get used to to who he's got on his staff. But you know, that's not that's not my decision at all. So the new Grizzlies coach David Fisdale, uh, who LeBron James has been quoted as saying, does a great job of communicating with us. Um, so another endorsement by LeBron James. Does that mean LeBron James? So is LeBron coming, coming to Memphis? Lewan <laughs> D Wade team up, become a new core four with Mark and uh, Conley. Maybe. And, but the my favorite part of this hire is, of course, his name. And, Drew, you talked about his name is David Fisdale. And uh, first off, first off, they're hiring another Dave. I mean, they had a Dave, and now they got another Dave. So uh, it's like Davey land here at, at FedEx Forum. And instead of Donkey land. But uh, so, so Fizz, of course, it sounds like Grizz. Pepsi for a while. This is a true fact because I've been so many games at FedEx Forum, and I'm a Pepsi drinker in the South, so I notice these things, is that Pepsi had an advertisement through the official beverage of the Memphis Grizzlies. They used to have an ad at FedEx Forum uh, that said, the official Fizz of the Grizz was Pepsi. Like, that was their big ad that they would have, the official Fizz of the Grizz with two Zs. Yeah, they had Fizz with two Zs. And so I don't think they can call themselves the official Fizz of the Grizz anymore. Because you've got Fisdale. Unless they give David Fisdale an endorsement contract or something. Yeah, and then he could sign on and they can keep doing it. it, it I think it I think it could work. It's probably great news for, for, for Pepsi Cola. But uh at the end of the day, this gives me the uh my all my longtime dream of someday because now that they hired Fisdale and they got a guy whose name sounds like Grizz being the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies, it just it just finally makes me think my 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 dream hire someday may happen, and that they may hire Clark Griswold someday to be the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies from uh, Christmas Vacation and all the vacation movies. I think it, I think finally it uh, would be great. And just imagine all the decorations at FedEx Forum, all the Christmas decorations around the holidays if they ever get Clark Griswold as the coach. But we're in the Fizdale era now. Uh, let's get to a boo. Let's boo. All right, I'm going to boo all these Memphians who are who are cheering for the Oklahoma City Thunder to take down the Golden State Warriors. They're cheering first off against history, which has been it's been fun watching history. You know, if you if you listen to this show, I was all about the history and and wanting that historic 73rd win to happen at FedEx Forum. We did not uh, get to have that, unfortunately, but. Uh, now the Warriors, one of the best teams in, in NBA history, could be bounced from the NBA playoffs. Of course, they're down 3-2, traveling to Oklahoma City on uh, today. Is it today? The game is today, right? Always just thinking that why why is it not on a Sunday? I don't know, because they, they're not used to throwing these, uh, these, these Saturday games at me, but I guess it's because it's Memorial Day weekend. So game six is today in uh, Oklahoma City, and we have people in Memphis saying they're cheering for Oklahoma City. And I understand some of your reasons, like it's another small market team. But Oakland, technically smaller market in the NBA, not the smallest. Um, it's definitely a town that has more in common with Memphis than Oklahoma City does. 
Um, and uh, I just was in Oakland not too not too long ago. But uh, and it's a team that has their fans are so passionate and they've been through a lot. My big problem with people cheering for Oklahoma City is twofold. One, not only did when Oklahoma City got an NBA team, not only did they get an NBA. Usually, if you get an NBA team that they move to your city, you just get a team, right? They got a team with Kevin Durant. Like that's what they got. Like nobody gets a team with with the, one of the top three players in the uh, in the league, second best player right now. He was at one point. Uh, he is he top three now. Where are we putting him? Uh, top five. I'd put him at three. I'd put him at number three. Right. Right after uh, Steph, LeBron, Westbrook, Kawhi, put- and Durant. No, no, no. Durant Durant would be three on me. He just hasn't been healthy. He just hasn't been healthy enough. And, and like Curry hasn't been, Curry's not playing the past couple games like he is the best player in the association. So I, I think overall, anyway, so they got Durant. They have not had to go th- watch their team struggle, but like for one season. But they really didn't even get to see their team struggle because they had it. When Oklahoma City got a team, they got to watch their team develop from like young players. And that's one of the most fun things in the NBA. The most fun time to be a Grizz fan was the year that the team put it all together and beat San Antonio in the first round, like right at the very beginning of, uh, of being great is the most fun to watch. So anyway, Oklahoma City has really never had a bad year as far as a, uh, being a, a a team that had a chance to do something, and yeah, they've missed the playoffs since they've been there. But so first off, like you can't cheer for Oklahoma City because they 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 they're just an entitled fan base. They don't know what it's like to sit through these these miserable miserable seasons uh, like other teams, including Golden State. And so you put that on one side, but also you got to remember Oklahoma City is in not only the Western Conference, but they're in the Grizzlies division in the Western Conference. And Kevin Durant's a free agent. And and if they if Kevin Durant wins with Oklahoma City this year, it proves one thing that he can win with Oklahoma City this year. And you don't want Kevin Durant staying in your division. Uh because remember that they got the team from Seattle, so they're in the Pacific. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but staying in your in your conference, in your conference, uh, c- correction, they're not in the division. Feels like they're in the division because the Grizzlies play them so much. But you don't want Kevin Durant staying. Uh, thanks for correcting me. We're so early, CJ. It's so early in the morning. I forget. I forget. Oklahoma City is in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, I, sometimes my geography gets. Gets gets a little skewed, but anyway, you don't want him in the Western Conference, and he may, uh, he he may be. Uh, who knows where he would go? Where do you think he would go, CJ? Where do you think he would go if he went somewhere uh, for free agency this summer? Correction on my correction, they're not in the Pacific either. They're in the Northwest. So they're in the North. That's right. not called the Pacific. No, there There's is a Northwest, Pacific Southwest. There's a Southwest Northwest Pacific. Uh, Pacific is the the California teams, Phoenix and. Uh yeah, that's it. And then the Northwest are some... the Nuggets, the Timberwolves, Thunder Trailblazers, Jazz. Okay. Yeah, so I don't understand how they're doing these divisions. Anyway, the confusing. Oklahoma City should be in the Grizzlies division because they are in the Southwest. Okay. <laughs> that's where they're located. Of course, the Grizzlies should be in the Eastern Conference. So we don't have time right. to, to get right. to that. Anyway, you don't want uh, you 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 don't want like this is it. This is it for the Thunder. They're not going to be able if he leaves. They're going to be in the same situation that the Grizzlies are in, where you're going to have to get lucky. You're going to have to draft right, and you're going to have to get lucky uh, to make your team better. So it will. You you do not want Durant to know for sure that he can win in Oklahoma City, and uh, that could be disastrous. I mean, he's not going anywhere. I don't think. I think this series right here kind of solidified him staying in Oklahoma City for at least one year. He signs that one year deal, and the next summer, he and Russell both free agents. They'll decide what they want to do next year. I mean that's that's what you think, CJ the the magnificent over there. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give a woohoo. Woohoo! That was an awful. There we go. Thank you, Homer. To Baylor for firing coach Art uh, Bryles. We don't have to say anything else, but shout out to Baylor for doing the right thing and firing their head coach. I'm gonna give a boo to Memorial Day weekend without the Sunset Symphony. Here's what this is. um, If you are not aware, this, of course, we all know it's Memorial Day weekend this weekend, but Memorial Day weekend for the past almost 40 years. This uh, has been the Sunset Symphony has has closed Memphis in May. And if you never went to the Sunset Symphony, well, you're never going to be able to go because it's it's no longer a thing. And it was never the most popular event uh, by far at 
at Memphis in May, but it was always very uh, appropriate closing event because you'd have the sun literally set on you know May and the festival and everything at the event. But uh, and it was a family event and probably not the smartest event to have at the end of the festival when there was no grass left and people were picnicking like in dirt and mud. But uh, they tried their best always to fix it. My problem was is they took away Sunset Symphony and they really haven't replaced it with that much. And it, to me, nothing special. I think like if you're going to take something away, you're going to have to be ready and bring it in. And of course, today is uh, 901 Fest. What exactly is 901 Fest? Exactly. Uh, and 901 Fest is a festival that is honoring Memphis. It's today. Starts at 3 o'clock. Doors open, I believe. And they're going to have music from Memphians. They're going to have merchandise from Memphians. And they're going to have food and drink vendors from Memphis. So you got uh, Memphis merchandise, Memphis food, Memphis music. It's a festival that's celebrating Memphis at the end of that's part of a festival that's honoring a country every year. We always honor a country. So it's part of the festival that's honoring Canada. We're honoring Memphis at the end of it and closing out Memphis in May uh, with 901 Fest, the inaugural 901 Fest today. And do uh, you have a qu- any more questions about that, Drew? You understand? Uh, they're, they're, so 901 Fest, they're playing Memphis music, selling Memphis stuff and Memphis food yeah. to Memphis people. Exactly. It's things that we do... 364 <laughs> other days of the year. Exactly. That is why I am booing this change, because this may be blasphemy for me to say this, especially since I'm the host of the I Love Memphis podcast, but I just don't get 901 Fest. I don't get it. I mean, why not have more of these local musical acts and more of the local food at Music Fest? Like We have Music Fest every year. Why not get a 901 stage at Music Fest, have one stage that's playing Memphis music the whole time, when we have thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people come from all over the country to come to Music Fest every year? Why can't we expose them to Memphis at Music Fest, at the actual festival that they're traveling here for, that, they're, that all the hotels downtown are selling out for? Let's make a stage at Music Fest, which is the 901 stage. Let's... Uh, add more localized vendors there selling food instead of, um, you know, we have Pronto Pups. I know you can get Pronto Pups, but there's other, like all this list of people that you're going to have at 901 Fest, throw them there. Expose Memphis. Show those people that how awesome Memphis is, pretty much. That's, I mean, because if you live in Memphis, you can hear that music, eat that food, buy that stuff. Uh, any day at any time during during the year. And while the idea of the festival is cool, to me, 901 Fest makes more sense, not as part of Memphis in May, but let's do it on 901 Day every year. Why don't we do this on 901 Day so we all Memphis people can get together and party and celebrate, but also infuse a little bit of Memphis into Memphis in May Bill Street Music Festival. So I'm a little confused on it. I, nobody's saying it. I mean, I know there's people going to go out there today, but a lot of Memphis people are going to have fun today. Uh, everybody loves Memphis. Uh, but just think about the Grizzlies at FedEx Forum. They decided, hey, we need to have more Memphis food at FedEx Forum. They didn't say, hey, we need to build another building and have Memphis food at that building. They just added Memphis food to FedEx Forum. They're like, we need to add more Memphis to the game so people who come to the games can experience more Memphis. They didn't. You don't start something else Separate. You have Memphis in May Bill Street Music Festival that gets all of the attendance, all of uh, the people. You want more eyeballs on these local artists and the talented people that are going to be performing today at 901 Fest. Um, what are we going to do? Well, what is Memphis going to do with this last weekend of Memphis in May? Replace. Yeah, so I've got the idea of saying, hey, 901 Fest, we should do it, but we should do it on 901 Day, and we should at the same time have a 901 stage at Beale Street Music Fest and get the local food. Now, it does open up this weekend, and I don't know yet. I don't know. I haven't figured out my plan of what to do with that weekend. I would say keep the Sunset Symphony, right? Do something else involving the sunset. I don't know. But um, I can uh, tell you that I don't think this seems like the best way. I don't know. We'll see how it goes today, and we'll see how people enjoy it today. Because that being said, saying how I don't understand 901 Fest, uh, especially the timing of 901 Fest, they've done a great job of putting this this lineup together. It's going to be a fun show. Friend of the show, Fraser Boy, goes on tonight at 720. Uh, you have the Dead Soldiers, awesome band. The Dead Soldiers will be performing. Al Capone, another uh, former guest of the show, will be there performing. The North Mississippi All-Stars 
will be there. Uh, starring Micey, another good friend, my favorite local band, Starring Micey, uh, will be performing today. So the lineup looks good. The merchandise vendors look exciting. The food is going to be good. Central Barbecue is going to be up there. Say Cheese, the Men Pops, uh, Ghost River, Wiseacre, Sushi Jimmy. You know, all these favorite local food trucks and stuff are going to be up there. They've got a great lineup. But I just don't think it makes sense for Memphis in May. And why don't we just get that 901 stage at Bill Street Music Fest so everybody visiting can stop by and see this stage of Memphis acts constantly throughout the festival. And uh, move 901 Fest to 901 Day every year. Because that happens every year. There's always a September 1st. So will we be off of work on 901 Day? Would that be like a local holiday? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Except for local restaurants. They have to stay open so we can oh, eat yeah. 901 food. Yeah, yeah, they would definitely stay open. Restaurants, would they would want to be open, yeah. Does this station close because they don't close on Memorial Day? Because i got to work Memorial Day. <laughs> so can I, if I don't get Memorial Day off or 4th of July or any day other than Christmas and New Year's, can I have 901 Day off? Yeah. Can we push that to the execs? We'll have to. Yeah, I don't. I don't have the the authority here to do that. I think each each business, each local business, will be able to decide on that uh, for themselves. All right. So that does it for Woohoo's and Booze uh, this week. Uh, if you want to get in touch with the show, you can. We're on Twitter. You can tweet me at Cerrito. You can tweet CJ at Conradicalness. And Drew, what's your Twitter? What's your Twitter, Drew? D Barrett three six. And you can always text us six seven one two nine. The text line. Uh, we're still waiting for more responses. We want your ideas of who you'd have played David Fisdell or Tubby Smith in a movie. All right, we are on early today. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer and get his thoughts on the new Grizzlies coach. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports Week Six and eighty seven seven FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis's most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include weight prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Monday night in Germantown at Belmont Grill, every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room, and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom, every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap, and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant. CerritoTrivia.com. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! What's up? We're back. We're early today. Our very early edition of Cerrito Live. No three shades of blue radio this week. They'll be back in their time slot next week. We'll be back in our regular time slot next week. We're on early this Memorial Day weekend, uh, leading you into the SEC baseball tournament. Starting at 11.30, first pitch at noon right here on Sports 56. This portion of the show is being brought to you by Blue Restaurant and Lounge. Just in time... For spring and patio season, Blue is introducing a new daily social hour. So every day from 11 to 6, including event nights at FedEx Forum, that's seven days a week. You can enjoy $5 wine and spirit specials, including $3 beer deals, too. That's every day starting from 11 a.m. until 6 p.m. You don't want to miss that's best downtown's best social hour at Blue Valley Parking is always complimentary when you dine with them. And they now serve Sunday brunch featuring uh, the mouth-watering nachos rancheros. That's the breakfast nachos. They've got steak and eggs. They've got the ultimate French toast of the day and much more. And also coming to brunch, I'm excited to bring Cerrito Trivia to Brunch at Blue. Friends Trivia Brunch. It's our first ever brunch trivia 
event. It's the Friends Trivia Brunch. We're asking questions about the Friends television program. That's coming June 5th. That's a week from Sunday from 1230 to 230. A trivia brunch. And then a couple Sundays after that is Father's Day. And you want to have uh, a special night for your for your, the father in your life. Well, you probably don't want to interrupt them on Sunday because they probably want to watch golf and and do their own thing. But you should celebrate Dad, and you can do so either Friday, June seventeenth, or Friday or Saturday, June eighteenth, uh, from five to ten p.m. Blues having steak suds and spuds, a Father Day Father's Day weekend special, uh, which uh, it just sounds really awesome. I believe Paul Ryburn over at the Paul Ryburn's uh, Journal, the downtown blogger, said that he it sounds so good that he thought for a second about being a father, but then he changed his mind. He was like, ah, no, it's not, it's, it sounds good, but still doesn't want to be that. Anyway, you get steaks, uh, suds, and spuds. You get to select your potato from a selection. You get to uh, select your, your draft uh, beer. There's uh, uh, You get a flight of beer, and, of course, you get to select your steak. So it's a fun night. It's thirty nine ninety five. a great way to treat your dad. Anytime you can call Blue for reservations at 901-334-5950. That's 901-334-5950. 5950. That's Blue Restaurant and Lounge. It's downtown on Martin Luther King Boulevard. A calls from FedEx Forum. It is now FedEx Forum, home of the Memphis Grizzlies. And we talk about the Grizzlies each and every week with Kevin Leip from the Memphis Fire. And he joins us now. What's up, Live? How are you doing this morning? Thanks for joining us early. Yeah, I'm good. How are you? Pretty good, pretty good. The Grizzlies finally have a coach. They do, and uh, apologies if I'm if I'm a little slow today. I'm kind of only on my second cup of coffee, so who knows how this is going to go. Oh, man, I need my second cup. There's a there's a cold thing of coffee in the, in the other room. I came in, I was like, is that new? And I, oh, it looks like it's from leftover from yesterday, so I'm going to have to find some time over the next commercial break. To, to brew myself some coffee, I need a second cup. It is early. It's early. We're 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 on uh, two hours early, but uh, on this one more thing, it's also the holiday too. So I really do appreciate you coming on on a holiday Saturday, um, and earlier. But we have to talk about the Grizzlies' new head coach. I know you have a podcast up at uh, MemphisFlyer.com, the latest Beyond the Arc podcast, where you break down uh, some of this. So folks should subscribe to that podcast. Uh, that you have every week over there. But first things first, how many Z's will you include in Fizdale's name? <laughs> well, it's uh, it's spelled with one Z, so I think I'll probably use one Z. Um, and now the excuse for using one Z in Grizz will be that that's the coach's name. You know, oh, uh, he, so he's fitting in. Yeah. He actually he's changed his last name from two Z's to one Z to fit with with my style. So uh, I'm <laughs> I'm happy that he did that. The he. But to say, like, that's how he spells it, that's how we're going to do it, that's never stopped y'all before. I mean, the Grizzlies spell their name with, with two Zs, and they spell Grizz with two Zs. But that's a, that's a whole other debate that we don't need to always have every week. But Well, you know, uh, the more people are mad about it, the, the longer I'm going to keep using one Z. So it's fine by me. The So he is the new new head coach. Very we, we touched on this earlier in the show, but he does have some NBA head coaching experience that people uh, don't realize that he was – uh, the head coach, in, not only in summer league, but also in the 2013 Rising Stars Challenge and NBA All Star Weekend, where his team lost 163 to 135. Can we learn anything from that? Is this going to be a high scoring Grizz team? <laughs> yeah, we can learn about as much from that as, as we can learn from like you know what he likes to eat for breakfast. Um, <laughs> it's about it's about equally relevant. Um, you know, I, there is a lot to like about David Fisdale. Um, I think we have to be careful um, making too many predictions about it um, for two reasons. I mean, first reason is is you never know what's going to happen when an assistant becomes a head coach, right? Um, those are very different roles. Um, he's really well liked by the players, and he's really good at player development, but he's also been the guy actually working out with the players, you know. Um, head coach is a little bit more removed. He kind of has his staff do a lot of that stuff, and, and you know, it's a different role. It's a little, it's kind of like getting promoted to management um, from from doing your job, right? It's just, it's a different skill set. So um, I, I do think, I do think it's going to be interesting to see 
how many of these qualities that have made him, um, you know, such a well-respected assistant actually translate to being a head coach. Um, you know, obviously the negative comparison is, is Mark Ivoroni, <laughs> who was also a high, highly right. touted assistant coach. But also Dave Yeager was a highly touted assistant coach. And despite maybe the issues he had as the Grizzlies coach, I, I still think he's a, he's a good NBA head coach. So, um, you know, I, I, I think that's one thing. Um, that makes it hard to predict. And the other thing is we don't know what this Grizzlies roster is going to look like, right? Um, we know Marcus Hall is going to be under contract. We know he's going to have contract year Tony Allen, and I think contract year Zebo, or maybe Zebo has one more. Um, I think it's contract year Zebo too. Uh, we assume Mike Conley's coming back, but we don't know that. Uh, that's not certain. Um, we don't know what kind of free agents they're going to be able to bring in to bolster the wing rotation. I mean, we just don't know at all what kind of team he's going to even have. So I have no idea what kind of what kind of you know offense they're going to run or what they're going to look like or anything like that. And I don't think he does either because he doesn't know uh, who his best three players are going to be. So um, I think until we get closer to training camp and get through free agency. We just don't know what this team's going to look like, and and I don't think he does either. I think he's kind of walking into um, a roster that's in a period of transition. And you know, Chris Wallace has used that word a lot over the last few weeks: is transition. And and you know, I think that's why they hired him. They hired him to kind of steer the ship, no matter what happens. Um, and so, you know, I think it was a good hire. I think it was. Um, <clears throat> Despite my maybe my reservations about an assistant coach, I think if you're going to enter this period of uncertainty, not knowing who's going to be on the team, I think that's that's the perfect time to let a guy kind of get his feet wet as a head coach and, and get his sea legs because um, it's going to be a transitional season anyway. Just because there's so many open roster spots this summer, so right. I think it's you know I think it's the right move. Well. Will fans give him the benefit of the doubt, though, I, or anybody, not just him in general? I mean, I haven't really thought much about this, but. We all understand that there's a lot of question marks about this team, that this team is not going to be as good as they've been in the past, and he's so he's not going to get off to a great start. He's not going to – there's just the chances of this team even making the playoffs next year, not very high, so it's going to be well, – uh, I, well, I think they're high, if, they're high if Mike Conley comes back. You know, I think Mike Conley and Marcus All and some random free agent, that, that's good for, you know – 45 wins right there. So Healthy Mike, healthy Mark, and random free agent, I could see, make the playoffs. But they both have to stay healthy, and you got to keep uh, – and you got to find a free agent. So those are some things that yeah. haven't been been uh, consistently happening. Well, and there's the also – you know, and the thing that gets left out of this a lot is also Brandon Wright, right? He was supposed to be a big game changer for how they were able to play, um, either coming off the bench or, or not, you know? And he – never really was able to make much of an impact because of his, his injuries. So he's also got that piece to play with, and, and that can really be a game-changer in terms of how they play pick-and-roll, too. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm i cautiously optimistic about the upcoming season, but like you said, uh, it depends on whether Conley comes back. It depends on who they're able to sign. It depends on uh, the health of Mike Conley. It depends on Mark Gasol's recovery. So yeah. all those things have to go well. Um so how are the fans going to react? I don't know. I think, um, you know, I kind of see the worst of it because of Twitter, because Twitter is the worst. Yes. Um, and, and and Grizzlies Twitter has kind of been getting more and more reactionary every season, um, which is kind of mirrors Twitter as a whole. I think Twitter is kind of a, a dumpster fire at this point. But, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd like to think that fans are going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'd like to think the players are going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but if they don't, you know what? I think they're probably going to end up with different players instead of a different coach at this point. So um, we'll see. We're talking with uh, Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. He joins us every week to talk about the Grizzlies. He writes about the Grizzlies. You can read his story about the Grizzlies in this week's Memphis Flyers. Grizzlies face three big challenges this summer, and the hopefully checked off one of the the boxes this week, hiring the right coach, and they still got to re-sign Mike Conley and sign the hypothetical wing free agent that we're talking about. And, uh, of course, you can follow Lipe on Twitter at Flyer Grizzblog. Are you planning on changing to, to Flyer Fizzblog? 
on Twitter. No, it will still be the Fire Grizzblog with one Z. <laughs> so nobody's <laughs> CJ's right now creating the account Fire Fizz Blog. It's going to be a parody account of some sort. I don't know. I don't know what's going. <laughs> I don't have enough time to run a parody account. All right. All right. Uh. <laughs> So the so yeah, there's a lot of uncertainty about the Grizzlies. That's whether or not really with whoever they hired, really, right? I mean, I guess if you if you're going to hire an assistant, you're going to have those question marks. You just don't know, especially with so many question marks surrounding the team. But you mentioned that there are lots of things to like about Fizdale. So I'm just wondering, what are some of those things that you like about Fizdale? Um. Well, I mean, I think by the time you get to the level where you are consistently known around the league as than like the next up and coming assistant to become a good head coach. You know, obviously he is really well respected by coaches, by players, by people around the league, front offices, um, et cetera. So um, he is really known from that from the Heat organization um, as a communicator. Right? He get, he got those players on the same page um, when there were changes that needed to be implemented. Uh, he made it happen. I mean, he's kind of spolstrous Spolstra's like a guy, and um, I, I think Eric Spolstra is a great coach, and so I think you know anybody who's kind of learned from him uh, and, and come up through that Heat organization. You know, uh, the the thing that the Grizzlies and Robert Paris said, I guess two years ago, the last time he spoke publicly, <laughs> uh, was that he he wanted the Grizzlies to be kind of modeled after the Spurs, right? But I, I think it's interesting that they they number one, done so many deals with the Heat, and number two, now they're hiring Heat assistant. I really think that might be more along the lines of what they're trying to do, right? Um, the Heat, everybody's on the same page. It's a very forward-thinking organization. Um, sure, they were able to make a splash in free agency with LeBron and, and Bosch, but they've also been kind of home-growing their talent all along. Look at Mario Chalmers. Look at Udonis Haslam. Um, look at, well, now Justice Winslow, right? I mean, they are very good at playing young guys, developing young guys, turning them into better NBA players. And that's that's something the Grizzlies just have to do. They can't pretend that's not important anymore. And so I really think some of this, at least, was about importing some of that heat development culture, right? And I, and I think that's that's what the Grizzlies desperately need. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I think it's on, not only on paper, but the quotes from all the, all the players that have come out in support of him is unique. I I would think. Does this happen now with Twitter and everything that so many players with assistants are? Uh, I mean, I haven't had the time to like research like when so and so assistant gets hired by another team. Do you have players who played for him like uh, say so many positive things about this coach? But it did seem like there was just this overwhelming amount of of uh, support for him uh, from yeah. former players of the Heat. Well, I think that is a good sign, right? I mean, right. when when Vogel got let go in Indiana, you saw Paul George um, posted something saying, you know, how much he, he loved playing for Vogel and how much he, he respected him and that kind of thing. Uh, when Dave Yeager got fired by the Grizzlies, uh, we haven't heard a peep out of anybody. Right. <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know, Chalmers tweeted about it. Dwayne Wade tweeted about it. Um, you know, guys guys really like Fisdale. They really, um, they really respect him. So... Um, you know, I think that's a good sign. That, that's, I think that also kind of sends a message to the Grizzlies players of like, hey, this dude's okay. You know, so we'll see. Okay, uh, before we let you go, you of course not only are the Grizzlies writer for the Memphis Flyer, you're also the digital manager over there at the Flyer, and we always like to end your segment talking about what's trending over there on social media for the Memphis Flyer. What's the big trending story right now? Well, the big turning story, uh, since it went online on Thursday, is actually this week's cover story. Um, Chris Davis did a really big piece on the Levitt Shell, uh, their kind of $2 million renovation project they've done uh, to get ready for this summer, and just kind of a little bit about the history of the Shell and, um, you know, what what improvements they've made and why they made them, that kind of thing. It's just a really, really big kind of deep dive on the Shell, um, which is, you know, getting some coverage from other places too, but... Um, you know, Davis is Davis is a really great writer, and, and um, you know, I think that's a really that's a really good piece for people who are excited to go catch some shows at the Shell this summer. You should you should grab a paper or go online and, and read up on it because it's, it's really interesting. They've done a lot of work. Yeah, we actually you said it gets a lot of coverage everywhere on the I Love Memphis podcast uh, this month. We interview Ann Pitts, who's in charge of the Shell over there. The Shell is such a fascinating. 
uh, part of the city because, especially right now, where you have uh, differing of opinions on what should happen with the zoo and the Greens Ward, and people are debating parts of the park, but the one thing that everybody can agree on is that the Levitt Shell is an awesome uh, part of Memphis, and we are lucky to have it. And if you haven't been, you need to go. And now with the the, the remodels, that's exciting. Uh, so I can't wait for the shell to start. It starts a week from today. Yeah, yeah, it's really, the shell just in general is just a really interesting thing, right? It's just so old and so much stuff has happened there. Um, you know, Elvis's first concert or whatever was there. Or yeah, one first of his paid first performance. Was there. Was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the people that have played there, you know, you had the old country blues festivals in the 60s and 70s that, that really brought a bunch of those blues guys out. Um, to, to, you know, honestly, mainstream white audiences that hadn't heard of them before and, and just this, like Furry Lewis and, and all those guys who are like legends of Memphis music that nobody still kind of knows about. Um, you know, it's just it's such a key part of the, the cultural musical history of Memphis. And so, you know, it's, it's a really cool, it's a really cool thing. It's a great story about it. So everybody should go check that out. Elvis's uh, first paid concert. So it's t- some people make say it's the first rock and roll concert ever happened there. So just the history combined with being one of those places where you can, if you want to take a date, you can take a date. If you want to go with your family, you can go with your family. If you just want to hang out uh, with the guys or if you just want to ha- have a girls' night. Like it's one of those places that fits every type of scenario of what are you doing tonight. Like you can yeah. go to the show with whoever uh, you're with or whatever. So the shell's awesome, and the best part—the best part about that story in the flyer this week—is y'all's headline on the cover of the flyer. The past couple of weeks, the flyer—I got to get a shout out. Whoever is in charge of writing these things, because first off, the Angry Birds movie came out, and just on the top of the the flyer, uh, the week y'all had your review, it said "Angry Birds sucks." Is this all it said for the review? <laughs> Angry Birds sucks. Page forty-eight, and I'm like, all right, well, that's straight to the point. I know that movie's not good. And then y'all, the headline on the cover of the flyer this week that says, Shell yeah. Shell yeah. So, um. We do what we can. <laughs> so I will be, uh, at the Shell this summer doing my Stone Cold Steve Austin's. Um, you know, if you want to hear some live music, give me a Shell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our covers have been really on. great lately. You know, we had that really cool comedy festival feature that we oh, did yeah, that, 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 that big illustrated thing we had a huge godzilla of you know our state legislature brewing everything um you know it's a, our our we've stepped up our cover game so. all right like so we hopefully we'll meet fizzell next week at a press conference and we'll talk about that right here next week so uh enjoy the rest of your holiday weekend all right you do the same all right, that is Kevin Light from the Memphis Flyer. Go to memphisflyer.com, read his articles, read his blog, listen to his podcast, and I said at Flyer Grizz blog on Twitter. We're going to take a short time out. Still to come, we're going to catch up with Marcus Hunter, who is the president of the Mid-South Miami Heat fan club, so he should have some info for us on the new Grizz head coach. And we'll also cast... Uh, David Fisdale in a movie along with Tubby Smith. We're going to pick who would play the two new hoops coaches in the Mid-South in a motion picture. We'll do that with Greg Akers a little bit later on as well. You're listening to Cerrito Live on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Do you live in Memphis? Do you suffer from weekday boredom? Do you sit around on weeknights looking at your phone trying to find something to do? If so, ask your doctor about Cerrito Trivia. Well, actually, that might be a little weird. Instead, just stop playing on your phone and start inviting your friends to play Cerrito Trivia. It's more than just your average mind-numbing pub quiz. It's trivia night with questions and stuff you and your friends know and like. Featuring unique weekly themes including movies, music, 90s TV shows, current events, and more. All shows are free to play. For more information on locations, weekly themes, and drink specials, visit CerritoTrivia.com or like Cerrito Trivia on Facebook and browse the best team name Hall of Fame. And did you know Cerrito Trivia isn't just for bars and restaurants? Contact CerritoTrivia at gmail.com to bring Memphis' most unique trivia experience to your next party, work function, rehearsal dinner, reunion, seminar, retreat, or special event. Cerrito Trivia is the perfect prescription for weekday boredom. Side effects may include wing prices, laughing out loud, high-fiving, eating mass quantities of delicious food, consumption of adult beverages, rock, paper, scissors, and spending quality time with friends. Now play Cerrito Trivia every Monday night in Germantown at Belmont Grill, every Tuesday night on Broad Avenue at Rec Room, and in East Memphis at Mellow Mushroom, every Wednesday night downtown at Tampa Tap, and every Thursday night on South Main at the Green Beetle and the Arcade Restaurant, CerritoTrivia.com. Welcome back to Cerrito Live. Here once again is Kevin Cerrito. Ow! 
Welcome back. Ooh, it's early in the morning. Three Shades of Blue Radio will be back in this slot next week. We're on early today because they took off for the holiday. And Ole Miss Baseball starts at 11.30 a.m. this morning in our regular spot. So we're here for a supersized edition of the show. Still to come, coming up, uh, we will get into our wrestling segment at noon Eastern, 11 Central. So 11 o'clock, Destin Five Star will be here, and we'll talk to Andrew Goldstein about his new feud he's got with Chris Jericho, the Ayatollah of Rock and Rolla, Y2J. And also still to come, we're going to be casting the new coaches in Memphis in a movie. We've got some texts that have come in already, but we are casting David Fisdale and Tubby Smith in a movie. You can text in who you would have played them in a movie at 67129-67129 or tweet me at Cerrito or tweet Greg Akers at Greg Akers. And uh, a moment we're going to be joined by Marcus Hunter, Mr. Sweet Tea, um, Mr. Miami Heat, to talk about David Fisdale. But first, but first, let me tell you, if you are traveling around this weekend, whether you are going to 901 Fest or wherever you're traveling this Memorial Day weekend, uh, try to use Uber. If you haven't used Uber before, I'm going to give you a promo code right now, which will get you $20 off your first ride. So if you type in Uber Cerrito uh, in the promo code slot on the Uber app, you'll get $20 off your first ride. So just download the Uber app to your smartphone, tap a button, and tell them where you are. You'll set up your info. You tap a button. You put in the code Uber Cerrito. That's U-B-E-R-C-E-R-R-I-T-O. And they'll come pick you up. You'll get $20 off your first ride. And they'll bring you wherever you want to go. If you have not tried Uber yet, now is the time to do so because they are offering you $20 off for using the code Uber Cerrito. So if you're traveling around, use Uber uh, this holiday weekend. All right, uh, Marcus is going to join us next. We're going to take one more quick short break. We'll be back, and we will talk to Marcus Hunter. We're not taking a break. We're at the top of the hour. I figured we have to jump into some station identification. This guy's on the other side. So uh, when we come back, we'll talk to Marcus at 10, followed by Greg Akers, and we'll check in with the Mid-South Coliseum and talk wrestling. Uh, we've got an action-packed edition of the show. You'll listen to Street Alive on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.